0: Thank you Lord for being an all sufficient God. Thank you, Father, with the fullness of the Holy Spirit that you have for your people who live during our lifetime. We thank you Lord Jesus For Sending us The Holy Spirit Thank you Father Thank you Father Thank you Father For becoming Our strength Becoming Our wisdom How Christ Has been made Into us Wisdom Thank you, Lord, for what Jesus did on the cross, so that we don't have to live to die, but to live in this world as our Jesus lived, being dead to this world, and the world to us, dead. Dead. being made alive in Christ so that we can live now and forever. We thank you, Lord, for the cross. I pray that the Spirit of the living God would speak to us, Lord, this morning. Fill us with your manner for this day fill us with your word fill us with your presence fill us with your power fill us with yourself Jesus we thank you God thank you Father no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper and thank you for making us the people who are so blessed Blessed beyond measure because we have you. You've made us the most privileged people on the face of the earth because we have you. Thank you, Father, for this life that you've given to us so we can live for you. Thank you, Lord. As we acknowledge you in all our ways, you will direct our paths thank you Father for the victory that you have given to us through Jesus our Lord as we face each and every trial thank you Lord we can face it with much confidence and faith in the Living God that you've made us more than conquerors through Jesus Christ thank you Father for the unfading crown that you have for us and for giving us the privilege to run this race with endurance because of what Jesus did for us on the cross thank you Father that we are not alone in this world that we have you and through you we can do all things And thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus. My Lord, and through what Jesus did on the cross, and by our obedience to you, let the fragrance of Christ may freely flow into us and through us to others and many more be drawn to our Savior. So I pray this morning that your word may be made available to us. That your word be given to us. That your word be poured upon us as dew from heaven. as rain in the drought. As we look up to you this morning, to your hand, for us to be nourished by you, fed by you, strengthened by you, we thank you, Lord. We praise you, Father. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise For this we ask in Jesus name And I come against all the forces of darkness And every demonic spirit That is trying to scatter The minds of your people Trying to distract your people From taking in the truth Every evil spirit of carelessness Spiritual neglect Spiritual lethargy Emotional discontent. I curse those in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Every demonic spirit of suspicion and doubt and pride and arrogance and unbelief, I curse you in Jesus' name. I come against every demonic spirit of drowsiness and tiredness. I curse those in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. I pray, Father, that The truth that came with grace through Jesus Christ, our Lord, two thousand years ago made the sin upon us this morning. your grace and truth made the sin upon us this morning. We thank you, Father. We praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Be to God. We're going to turn our Bibles to the scripture portion that the Lord gave to us now. We're going to turn our Bibles to Philippians. I'm just going to turn my Bible to Philippians. Philippians chapter... Four and we we'll read from verse one Philippians chapter four from verse one. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters. Stay true. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stay true to the Lord. I love you and long to see you, dear friends, for you are my joy and the crown I receive for my work. I'm going to read verse 1 again. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, Stay true to the Lord. I love you and long to see you, dear friends, for you are my joy and crown. I receive my work. I just read from the New Living Translation and I'm going to read from the New King James. Therefore, my beloved and longed-for brethren, my joy and crown, So stand fast in the Lord, beloved. Stand fast in the Lord, beloved. This is the Word of God that God has given to us this morning. Why do we have to stand fast? What is our role on earth? as God's people what are we here for as we read in the New Living Translation be true to the Lord and in the New King James stand fast in the Lord Apostle Paul through the Spirit of God says my joy in crown prom- He's labored with much tears, with much fasting, with much trembling, so that each and every soul that he's ministered to may become like Jesus Christ. That he may present them before Christ. A holy church, a church without blemish. As he's laboring night and day so that Christ may be manifested in and through them, he is saying something very important here. He says, I really love the body of Jesus Christ, the people. That God has given to me. I really long. To see these people. To impart into them. Something. Eternal. That will never be taken away. When Jesus Christ was on the face of the earth. He visited many people. He went went to many homes not to every home but to specific homes like he told his disciples when you go to a city whichever home invites you whoever invites you whichever door opens to you you go there and so whichever home they open the doors to the Lord Jesus Christ Jesus went there. Those homes became a blessing for God's kingdom to be present in their midst. Imagine Jesus coming to your house. Imagine He comes there to teach and to give His word. The kingdom of God descends there same thing happens when the Spirit of God in the New Testament in the book of Acts and beyond where the Spirit of God moves through the servants of God and they enter into the home as Jesus told the disciples the kingdom of God comes there. When the apostle Paul entered into the homes of people the kingdom of God came down what does the kingdom of God do? Jesus said this. When the kingdom of God comes there, the kingdom of God invades darkness. He, the Spirit of God, drives out the kingdom of darkness. Binds the strong man, removes oppression, delivers people from disease, death, demon possessions. The kingdom of God drives out wickedness and establishes righteousness. Drives out quarrel and peacelessness and brings his peace there. The kingdom of God dries out sorrow and brings God's joy. As a little Sunday school chorus goes, when Jesus is in the family, it becomes a happy, happy home. Happy, happy home. When Jesus is in the mother, the home becomes a happy home. Happy, Happy Home. When Jesus is in the father, the home becomes a happy, happy home. When Jesus is in the brother, the home becomes a happy, happy home. When Jesus is in the sister, the home becomes a happy, happy home. It is important for Christ, the hope of glory, to be in a home. When Jesus went into a home, one particular home, the home was filled with people and there was no room to contain. And it was at that point when some people decided In order for us to bring healing to our friend by taking him to Jesus, we have to open the roof. That's the only way. And they let that man in with a cart through the roof, and Jesus healed him. This is how. The kingdom of God operates. He he brings life. Christ brings life where death is. Christ brings healing where sickness is. Christ, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory, says God's word. Christ in us, in our families. When Christ comes in, when the true living Christ comes in, In the midst of whatever is going on, in the midst of the storm, Jesus brings calmness. In the midst of the suffering, He shows up and He glorifies His great name. In the midst of sorrow, He brings comfort by speaking to His people. There are many, many, many times Many times, I've heard the voice of the Lord so clear and so audible in the midst of tremendous suffering and pain. Many people want to hear the voice of God, they want to see the face of Jesus, but they don't want problems. They don't want to face problems, I should say. They don't want suffering. We have big ambitions and we have big desires, but don't have the character to inherit it. May it not be the case with anyone here. Without the storm, you cannot see Jesus speaking to the storm and bringing calmness to that storm. Without standing in front of the Red Sea and Pharaoh chasing after you, you cannot see the Red Sea open and you cannot experience walking through the Red Sea. Without having the walls of Jericho in front of you and marching around it for seven days and seven times on the seventh day, you cannot see the walls of Jericho come crumbling down. Many, many huge miracles in the Bibles have been documented. And those miracles are miracles today because there was a need for that miracle that was there, which preceded the miracle. He God opened the eyes of the understanding of the people of God to value the path through which God will take his people. So, the Spirit of God through Apostle Paul writes to us over here in Philippians chapter 4 verse 1 You are my joy and my crown. My longed-for brethren, be true to the Lord. Be true to the Lord. Be faithful to God in everything. Be faithful to God. No matter what the path may be, be faithful to God. In the Pilgrim's Progress, Story. I have not read the book I have not read the book but I have seen that movie The Pilgrim's Progress which was um, given by God to a great man of God while he was in prison and the story is about the lives of God's people how God rescues them from sin and how God takes them through the journey of faith all the way to glory and how few reach the destination and how many don't reach the destination Why? Because they don't endure the hardship as a good soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says this through Apostle Paul. God speaks to us through His Word. Endure hardship as a good soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. Endurance is necessary. Only godly character will bring in that endurance. Many people in that story were so excited to start the journey. But when they faced difficulties, they said, oh, we don't want this. We cannot continue. The beginning of the journey is like, that. how shall the end be? And they went back. Going back to the place of destruction will end us in eternal, permanent destruction. Lot's wife turned back and she looked at Sodom. That was the end of it. It's the grace of God that comes to us to pick us up, to move us out of Sodom, to lead us away. And it is important for us to endure the affliction, not to be faint-hearted but to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, putting on the whole armor of God and to fight the good fight of faith. God has called us to be brave warriors in Him, not covered soldiers who would throw the sword down and put the shield down and run back because they were not prepared. Only those people will run back The faint hearted are those who are not prepared for what is coming. If we are in the Lord, if we are seeking Him, if we are before the face of the Lord, the strength of God will empower His people. Whatever comes our way, when we have the strength of God, we will be strong in the Lord. The Apostle Paul encourages the people whom He ministered to. Be true to the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. These are the things that we have to do. Receiving the strength from God and utilizing God's strength is our part. Giving us His strength is God's part. But we need to receive it from Him and we need to utilize it. He has it. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. Those are all the things that we must do. Christian journey is not an automatic being carried by the Holy Spirit from start to finish and somehow you reach the destination and you enter into heaven and say, Lord, it's all by your grace. No. It's all by the grace of God but not without our cooperation. Just like a man or a woman stand in the presence of God before the servants of God and promise when they get married saying I do when they say that I do in sickness and in health I will be with you I'll be faithful to you they say it fully aware of what they're getting themselves into They say it with full awareness, not in a state of coma standing there. No. They know what they're saying because they've made the choice to live with this person for the rest of their lives. It's a decision. It's a conscious decision. So on that day, when you say, I do, you know what you're saying. You know what you're getting yourself into. And every day after that, you have to say, I do. It's not just a one-day thing you say, I do. And then after that, oh, I said, I do. But then forget about it. No. Once you say, I do, now you know this is your husband, this is your wife. Your whole life changes after that. Everything you do revolves around that person. It should, at least. It has to. That's how it has to be. If it's not, then it's not a marriage. When it comes to God, when you say, I do, we're receiving Christ as the Lord and Savior. Nobody forces anyone to say, I do, if we don't enter into the kingdom of heaven like that. Jesus said this, strive, strive, strive to enter in. That means there'll be so many things that'll try to push you down. So many things that'll keep you from getting in. But you strive. That's your part. It's my part. But how do we strive? We strive with the Spirit of God striving within us. He gives us the will and to do His good pleasure. Praise be to God that we're not alone. Praise be to God that we're not utilizing our own strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He gives me the strength. But I have to do what I have to do with. I can do all things through His strength. He gives the materials. He supplies what I need. But then I have to build. You have to build. We cannot be like the faint-hearted people who would see the glory of God and say, Oh, I want this. Oh, I want to be used by God. I want to be a joy to God. I want to bring great joy to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We need to have the character for that. We need to have the character for that. A treasure can only be a treasure when it's rare. That's how the kingdom of heaven is. It's the treasure of all treasure, the rarest thing that you can find on the face of the earth. And Jesus said this, seek and you shall find. God says in his word, when you seek me with all your heart, you shall find me. Jesus said, strive to enter in. And through Apostle Paul, The Spirit of God says, Be steadfast, be true, be true to the Lord God Almighty. Be steadfast and be true to God Almighty. Be true. Many things will come to test your faith. Many things will come to test your character. That's what's really going to show. That's what's really going to show. That's what will really show what you're made of, how strong your faith is. When you faint, In the day of adversity, God's word says, your strength is small. What do you do then? You say, well, my strength is small and that's it. I can't do anything and and give up. You have to be determined in your heart that giving up is not an option. Because if you give up, you're doomed forever. Giving up is not an option. In this life, we have been given this great privilege to choose life for eternity. To make our homes a happy home by bringing Christ into our homes. To make our marriages happy marriages by bringing Christ into our marriages. doesn't mean that you won't have any problems at all. No. But through it all, you'll see the power of God manifested every single time. Every single time without fail, If you have Christ there. If you are Christ-centered, not self-centered. May God speak to our hearts this morning. And turn our attention to the living God. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, says the song. At that point, the things of the earth will grow strangely dim, because that's how it's supposed to be. Where a blind man's eyesight has been restored, or a blind woman's eyesight, or a child's eyesight has been restored. All of a sudden, he or she sees, Whatever is there, the way it is, what was she seeing or what was she seeing before that? Only darkness. They didn't know that there was a gold ring there. They didn't know that there was a diamond necklace there. They didn't know. They didn't know. Because those are the things you need to see. You can smell food, but you really can't see how it looks. Many people are like that. They're not able to see the treasure of all treasures, the Lord Jesus Christ, until God opens the eyes of the understanding. All of us were like that once upon a time. And it's the grace of God that was revealed to us through Jesus Christ, our Lord, opened the eyes of our understanding to see what it is. Now, you know what? What else needs to happen? You can have your eyes open and you can see a diamond ring. You can see the diamond necklace. You can see something that's so expensive, a deed for a house right there on your name in front of you. You can see all those things. But you know what? If the eyes of your understanding has not been opened, it'll be just a piece of paper in front of you. It'll be just an object before you because you don't know the value of it. May God help you to understand the worth of the kingdom of God. Or else you can just be a Christian who knows about Christ without knowing Christ. Be steadfast. Be true to God. How can you be true to God without knowing the worth of eternity? Only those who know the worth of eternity, only those who know Christ and have fallen in love with Christ will not leave Him, will not let go of Him, this great servant of God. To whom God gave this story, which has become the second best seller next to the Holy Bible, many, many centuries. When did he receive that story? When he was in prison. Why did he go to prison? Not because he did something wrong. Because he had the character and the spine to stand up for the truth. He was a preacher of the truth, of righteousness, and he was told not to preach the gospel. And he said, I will not. He had a family. He had a daughter who was blind. They threatened him with that. You're never going to see your daughter. If you want to see your daughter, be with that blind child then you need to not preach the truth anymore. But he had a character to stand fast, to be true to Jesus Christ, to to, to the truth that was entrusted into his hands. He was not a coward. He was a man of faith, who kept his faith. And as a result of that, he was thrown in prison. He lost his daughter while he was in prison. You know how much agony he went through, unless you are in the shoes, you won't understand' it's sitting and hearing like a story, and always thinking about yourself and crying over your own situation. Many, many great servants of God have gone through much, as it says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11. Read it. Read Hebrews 11 and see. They were thrown into two. They went about in sheep's clothing whom the world is not worthy of. This is God's word. God said this. These are people of character. Unlike the current trend that is out there. Modern Christianity. Flaky, no substance, just a shell, like the chaff. Empty, blown away, when the wind of the Lord comes. No weight, no merit to it. As opposed to the genuine faith. The true saints of God who stood the test of time. Who stood firm. Who were true to the faith. They all believed. They all believed. Hebrews 11 says, they all believed. You see, all these people who have gone before you. You see, this cloud of witnesses. Witnesses. Whom God testifies about in Hebrews 11. Will He be able to testify about you? Do you have the character like those in Hebrews 11? Apostle Paul says, When trial came, all forsook me, he says, but only the Lord stood with me. Only the Lord stood with me. They didn't have the character to stand with the man of God. During trial because they all ran for their own skin. That's what happened to Apostle Paul. He walked in the path of the cross. Similar to what happened to the Lord Jesus Christ. Everyone left him. All these 12 fellows who were with him night and day. Seeing all the miracles that Jesus did. Receiving food from him. Receiving miracles from him. The family is receiving miracles from him. Seeing the glory of God come on top of that mount of transfiguration. Seeing the dead raised. They didn't have the faith to stand the test of time. And Jesus had the faith. Apostle Paul had the faith. What's the difference? They had the real thing. These people were seeing. But they were not partaking. Even though they were among the 70, they were among the 12 who went and did signs and wonders for a brief period of time as long as they were given that authority. They didn't have the character for it. You don't want to be like that. You want to be true to your faith. No matter what comes your way, you need to have the character to stand, the spine to stand, The test of faith. Every single person's faith will be put to test. If you are a believer, if you are on your way to glory, your faith will be tested at different points in your life. It will be. For every single person. You need to have the character to stand the test. When the test comes, you need to have the character to stand. If you are not strong, if your strength is too small, like the Bible says, you'll faint in the time of adversity. It's not a good thing. In order for your faith to get strengthened, you need to receive strength from the Almighty God. Then you can say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. A lot of times people like that scripture. You know, they put on their wall, they get a t shirt with it and and um, they put a sticker on their cars or do whatever with that scripture they say oh what's your favorite bible verse oh I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me but in reality has Christ become your strength in reality are you able to do all things in reality does the peace of God rule over you 24 7 in reality are your children those around you able to witness the peace of God 24-7 in the midst of everything you need to have that witness you need to have that witness at home you need to have that witness that Christ in you the hope of glory people looking at you your spouse your children your extended family your neighbors whoever is there They need to see the peace of God upon your life. Not an anxious man or woman running around. Not someone full of the cares of the world. Not someone who gets agitated by everything that comes the way. Not someone who says, Glory, Hallelujah, one moment and the next moment curl up like a ball. Where is the character? Where is the godly character? Where is the Christ-like nature? Where is it? Where is it? What are you wearing? People should be able to see Christ if you're wearing Christ. The Bible says, You've put on Christ. Have you put on Christ? Only if you have put on Christ and if you keep Christ on you, will others see Christ. Only then, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Is He in you? The one who is in you should be upon you. Is He upon you? Are you wearing yourself? Do you want others to see you? and you want your voice to be heard? Do you want yourself to be seen? At that point, Christ will not be there. Satan took Jesus on top of the mountain and he said, Look, look at everything. I'll give you all of these things. He can give, not the truth, but he'll give you lies because Satan is not the ultimate owner of everything. Everything has been given to him for a short time, but he's not the ultimate owner. And he cannot give anything that is real. He's the father of lies. What are we wearing? Have we put on Christ? Have you put on Christ? If you have put on Christ, people in your home should see Christ. People around you, your own family members, especially your spouse and your children, those who see you every day in your home, should be able to say, my mother or my father or my sister or my brother or my grandmother or grandfather or my grandchildren will never say a lie even if it means death that should be the witness that should be the witness the people in our church that should be we need to have that witness that they will never say a lie that they will never betray the Lord not just say that if, or someone puts a gun to my head I'm not going to deny Jesus well you'll be like Peter talking empty stuff but when the real thing happens you'll run just like him do you have the character for it? are you spending time with God? not just a little in the morning just say that I can put a check mark on it that I did it today are you with him throughout the day? Are you wearing him? Without that, you cannot be true to the Lord. Without Christ strengthening you, whatever opposition Satan will bring away every single day, you will not be able to stand. God's Word says, having done all, stand. You should be able to stand. How can you stand without the strength of God? How can you stand... Without receiving what God has for you in order for you to endure, how can you stand? The great saints of God in Hebrews 11, they all stood. That's why they're in Hebrews 11. If you want to be an extension of Hebrews 11, going into God's hall of faith, you need to be able to stand. Be steadfast in the Lord. Be steadfast in the Lord. That means all kinds of things will come your way. Well, if you're a believer, if you're a believer, everything will come your way to test your faith, to see if you are a genuine believer. Don't cry. Why should I have to go through this? You don't have that character if you are wailing over your situation every single time or three out of five times. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, let us run this race with endurance. Your eyes should be upon Christ, who is the hope of glory. Upon Christ, the solid rock, Christ should be in you and upon you when people see you. They need to see Jesus. They need to see the peace of God upon you. They need to see the strength of God in you. Not just talk, but walk. Every single day. How can that happen? Oh, it's hard. I've heard people say, Oh, it's hard. Oh, it's hard. Christian life is so hard. That means you are not living with Christ. If Christ is in you, then it shouldn't be hard. Yes, Paul went through shipwreck. Yes, he went through hardship. But he endured it as a brave soldier of the Lord. He had the character for it because Christ was in him and upon him. He was a man of integrity, a man of God, a man of faith, a man of power. went through much in this world beaten left to die God stood with him thrown in prison several times brought in the power of God even into the prison cells was shipwrecked had to stand before rulers as a prisoner brought in the presence of God wherever he went he was not wailing over his situation. He said, oh, why me? Why should this happen to me? And look at me. I'm the great apostle in the ship right now. He wasn't crying over his situation. God made a way for the children of Israel to walk through the Red Sea. God made a way for Apostle Paul to swim through the cold ocean, holding on to a little piece of wood. Enduring the hardship as a soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. He made it victoriously. He was able to say, I have fought the good fight of faith. He fought. Are you a fighter? Are you a fighter? Are you a fighter? Or are you a coward? By being true to your faith. The true fighter in Christ will be someone who will show love in the midst of opposition. Who will exhibit peace in the midst of chaos. Who will know how to fight on their knees and accomplish great things for God Almighty. Who will bring peace in their home and not be the cause of chaos. Or participate in chaos. The true soldier of the Lord will not repay evil for evil, but will repay good for evil. A true soldier of the Lord will know when to talk, what to talk. Will be the mouth of God, hands and feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. A true soldier of the Lord will represent God, not themselves, nor their families. A true soldier of the Lord will represent heaven on earth. It will be Jesus to their own families. A true soldier of the Lord will lay down their lives so that others can live. It's not about them, it's about the King, His kingdom, and the people for whom He died. Be steadfast. Be steadfast. Be true to your faith. If you believe in Christ, be true to Him. Be true. Shall we pray? Father, thank you, Lord, for this morning hour. Thank you for giving us your holy word. The manner from heaven is so sweet. It's so life-giving, so strengthening, and we thank you, Father, for what you have done on the cross, so that we can also receive this man from heaven. We're the most privileged people on the face of the earth, and we can say that all through our lifetime. We owe you our lives, O oh God, and we thank you, Father, for this life that you've given to us. That through Christ we can live for you. Through Christ we can rule and reign with you forevermore. Through Christ we can rule over our circumstances, not to be brought under, but to rule over. We thank you for this unending power that you've given to us through the blood of Jesus. And I pray, Lord, for your people this morning. That they may have a true testimony before God and man. That they may be true to this gospel that you have given to them. That they may be true that their conscience may be void of offence before God and man. That their lives, O Lord, may be lives of truth built on the truth. I pray that this brief time that we have on earth that you have graciously given to us that we can build up our eternal inheritance by building up the kingdom of God while we are on earth I pray may people have the wisdom to choose life and not choose death choose eternal not choose the temporal things of this world choose Christ by choosing the cross of Christ if we suffer with him we will reign with him if we deny him he will deny us thank you for this truth that you have given to us that there is no crown without the cross that no one give into the lie of doing away with the cross having an illusion that they will receive the crown may many people have the character to endure the afflictions that will come their way as good soldiers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Who for the joy that was set before Him endured everything. And after enduring He seated at the right hand of the Father. I thank you, Lord. Help us also to fight the good side of faith. To endure as the good soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray may this church have the character to endure. In the name of Jesus, that every single believer, may be believers, who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and never lie, never run after vain glory, vain things, never put on their image, be hidden in Christ may they put on Christ and keep Christ on so others can see Jesus Christ for for we bring nothing into this world as your word says We're we're not going to take anything with us except for what we did for Christ so I pray may people focus on what matters the most which is doing the will of the Father in heaven by being true to you Father and with this blessing as your servant I bless your people this morning that they may inherit the strength that comes from God to be true to the call of God that you have upon their lives to be true to the faith that you have entrusted into their hands But having done all, they must stand. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.